Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. Today I want to talk to you about exactly what it is I said I was going to talk about in my previous video up here. I'm going to talk to you about the difference between an ETF and a mutual fund and why you should invest in one or the other or neither. Let's get into it. First off guys, if you're brand new to investing, there's a chance you've never even heard of an ETF or a mutual fund. And that's because the most common way people talk about investing is by talking about stocks and bonds. But for beginning investors, reading a financial sheet of a business and knowing which stocks or bonds to buy and which ones are potential winners, that could be an extremely difficult thing for the brand new investor that has no experience doing that. So the financial industry created ways to passively invest in the market without having to do a bunch of research on a bunch of different stocks. And the way they did that is by creating the ETF and the mutual fund. Now the mutual fund definitely came first and is definitely older than the ETF, but the premise of the two do the exact same. At its core similarity, an ETF and a mutual fund is a way where a bunch of investors can pool their money together and an investment manager takes all those funds and invests it into the stock market. Doing it this way, you'll have a professional investment manager managing these particular funds, whether it's an ETF or a mutual fund. So instead of you, a beginner, researching a bunch of different stocks and knowing where to put your money, you could have a team of professionals do it for you. Now there's some exceptions to both, but typically a mutual funds manager tries to beat the stock market by actively trading different stocks or bonds or whatever the investment manager decides to trade. Their goal is usually to beat the stock market where an ETF is usually set to some sort of theme or index, and therefore the investment manager passively manages the ETF. Now, what does all that mean? Well, a mutual fund charges higher fees than an ETF, and this is because the manager is actively trading within that fund to try and get you better returns than the stock market would give you. So you are paying a premium when it comes to the fees, but the potential reward is a lot greater than passively managed ETFs, because passively managed ETFs, like I said, usually stick to an index or some sort of theme. But remember, there are exceptions to both. There are some ETFs that are actively managed, and there are some mutual funds that are passively managed. And typically the fees on each end reflect that. Although on average ETFs are cheaper, an actively traded ETF usually has the same amount of fees as an actively traded mutual fund. But the reason ETFs in general are cheaper is because they're passively managed by connecting it to an index. Now you might be thinking to yourself, well, I don't even know what an index is. What is an index? As an example, the S&P 500 consists of the United States' largest 500 companies. These are big companies like Amazon, Microsoft, and Coca-Cola. And owning one stock of each of those businesses could cost you thousands of dollars. But an index is a fund that mirrors whatever it's indexing. In this case, if an ETF is indexing the S&P 500, its job is to take everyone's money that's pulled together and invest that money into those S&P 500 companies. So instead of costing you personally thousands of dollars to own one share of everything, you can own one share of an S&P 500 index ETF and own a little piece of all 500 companies in that S&P 500. So it's a great way to own a lot of different companies and diversify your portfolio while maintaining very low costs for you. A perfect example of what I'm talking about is a mutual fund that indexes the S&P 500 and an ETF that indexes the S&P 500. If you wanted to research it yourself, FKAIX is the mutual fund from Fidelity that mirrors the S&P 500. And on the flip side of that coin for the ETF version, 
The ticker symbol is SPY. The job of the mutual fund version and the ETF version is the exact same to take your pooled assets of many investors and invest it in that particular index. And there's indexes and themes for everything out there. There's dividend indexes, there's precious metal indexes, there's bond indexes, there's junk bond indexes. If you can think about it, chances are there's an index to match it. There's a mutual fund and an ETF to match pretty much anything you could possibly think of. So now that we know the similarities and what the mission of an ETF and a mutual fund are, let's talk about the differences. The structure of a mutual fund is way more complex than the structure of an ETF. Mutual funds typically have different asset classes. You may have heard of possibly A shares, B shares, and C shares when talking about a mutual fund. And really the only important thing when it comes to the different kinds of shares of a mutual fund is how and when the fees are taken out. As an example, A shares take the fees immediately. If a mutual fund's fee is 4% and you invest $100, they take $4 right off the top in A shares. But B shares, as an example, they'll take their fees on the back end after your money has been invested and has grown. Now, like I mentioned earlier, ETFs are typically managed passively and connected to an index, whereas mutual funds are managed actively and the, and the fund manager and board members are actively trading these shares to try and beat the market. Now an ETF stands for an electronically traded fund. And probably the biggest difference between an ETF and a mutual fund is that a mutual fund does not trade throughout the day. So when you think of movies or TV shows where day traders or stock investors are following that graph with a bunch of different peaks on it that shows the price of that particular stock or share, and you see it really peak and that's when they sell because that's when it's at its high. All that can be very exciting, but mutual funds don't take part in that. The price fluctuation is calculated at the close of business every day. So mutual funds can't be traded on exchanges like ETFs can. ETFs prices do fluctuate just as much as a stock would because they could be traded on any exchange. And there's some pros and cons on why you would want that and why you wouldn't want that. As an example, mutual funds are typically held for long-term investments, things like retirement accounts. So the price fluctuation at the end of every day doesn't really matter because the person that's investing in mutual funds is holding them for an extremely long period of time. As well with mutual funds, mutual funds offer what's called a breakpoint, and this is depending on how much money you invest, the fees go down. And some mutual funds stop charging fees once assets under management reach a certain number. Meaning once your investment in that particular mutual fund reaches that magic number, all the money you contribute into the future past that, there's no fees on it. Whereas an ETF usually will have way lower fees than a mutual fund. However, those fees never go away like certain mutual funds do. Now, one of the big reasons you would want an ETF to trade in the market is so that you could sell at the opportune time. If you knew that particular day you were gonna sell no matter what because you needed to liquidate some excess money to pay for something that you had planned, then an ETF would be great because you could watch the price go throughout the day and try and gauge what time of the day would be the best to possibly sell. Whereas a mutual fund, it doesn't matter what you wanted to do at the end of that day, that's when the price is calculated and that's what the shares that you sold are gonna be worth. But timing the market is an extremely hard thing to do and chances are you're never gonna get that perfect possible moment. And that statement goes true for mutual funds as well. The funds with active managers have a really tough job because just like I said, timing the market, especially trying to beat the market, is an extremely difficult thing to do and nearly impossible to do it consistently year after year 
long term. Now personally, I hold ETFs, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and all of them are doing different things for me. And my mutual funds, for an example, this year did not beat the market, but for the past three years prior, have beat the market. So it's really hit and miss, and as long as the investment manager of that mutual fund has the experience, those fees could well be worth it. Now on the downside of an ETF being able to trade on the market is that being able to trade on the market, it opens itself up to price variability in creating a bubble. And I'll create a video later on the ETF bubble that we currently see growing very slowly, but it is there and it is a real thing that we need to be watching out for. Just like my last video where I talked about the feds printing $2 trillion and flooding it into the market. Imagine if they did that to one particular ETF the share price of that ETF would skyrocket through the roof. But because the price of the ETF doesn't reflect the price of the actual shares that it's investing in, that's where we see a bubble. In this example, if the S&P 500 index, or SPY like we talked about earlier, jumps up 30%, but the actual S&P 500 only jumps up 10%, there's a 20% bubble that doesn't make sense. And that's the issue with trading any fund over the exchange is it opens itself up for market manipulation. Now, yes, mutual funds can do the same thing. If every single person that's investing in that fund decides to sell all on the same day, at the end of that day when the price is calculated, the share price that's being sold is gonna be calculated way lower than it should be because every single person decided to sell. So market manipulation is an issue on both sides. But because mutual funds are generally held for the extremely long term, as well as calculate their value at the end of every trading day, they don't really open themselves up to that much risk when it comes to market manipulation. Now, whether you decide to invest in ETFs that index the market and say, you know what, I don't want, I'm not trying to be a superhero, I'm not trying to beat the market, just give me consistent market returns because on average the market grows 9 to 12%. So if you're happy with those numbers, which most people are, you could easily save yourself the fees and invest in an ETF. But if you're fearful that a particular ETF could be experiencing some sort of bubble, or you want the comfort and security that comes with an entire arsenal of investors in each mutual fund, whatever your style and comfort level is on either of them, over the long term, if you consistently invest in an ETF or mutual fund, you're almost guaranteed to see some sort of growth. Now, obviously no investments have any guarantees, but if you invested $1,000 in SPY and left it for 20 years to grow, because it's indexing the S&P 500, you're gonna get whatever returns the S&P 500 get. And like we talked about, on average over the long term, it's been about 10%. But we're also calculating all these numbers and hypotheticals off of the average. We could get into another world war. We could have some sort of apocalyptic event. No one can predict the future. Therefore, no one can predict which stocks are gonna rise drastically and fall drastically. And the same goes for the actively managed mutual funds. The at investment manager can't predict the future. We can only make assumptions based on averages and analytics. And there's a lot of people out there that are diehard on one or the other. As an example, Dave Ramsey swears by mutual funds. He acknowledges that ETFs are basically the same thing, but in all his videos where he talks about the difference between an ETF and a mutual fund, he always recommends mutual funds just because that's his bread and butter and that's what he swears by. On the other hand, you have big names like Warren Buffett and Jack Bogle who say for your average investor, ETFs are the way to go because you can index them just like we talked about and they're really cheap as far as fees go. 
So you see big names on both sides of the spectrum and people have their own opinion. But it's my personal opinion that there is a place for every kind of investment, whether it's a mutual fund, ETF, stock, bond, REIT, real estate itself, commodities, even certain cryptocurrencies have their place in investing. But it's up to you and your financial advisor or investment advisor, whoever you decide to partner with you, to create a portfolio that matches your goals and needs. And unfortunately, when it comes to hiring help for investing, like hiring an investment advisor or hiring some sort of financial representative, that's honestly the hardest part. The hardest part is finding a representative that has your best interest at heart. Most financial representatives will offer you cash value life insurance and sell it like an investment just because they make a giant commission off of it. Or some aren't independent financial representatives at all. Some of them are agents for different broker dealers. Some of them can only sell mutual funds. Some of them can only sell ETFs. But if you had an independent investment advisor, they could recommend stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, REITs, you name it. Because they get paid when you win. They're supposed to have your best interests at heart. And it's a real shame that hiring help is often the hardest part of investing. So guys, that's the broad topic on the differences and similarities between a mutual fund and an ETF. Now, later in the future, I will make a dedicated video on ETFs and a dedicated video on mutual funds because there's a lot more to cover. But this was meant to be just surface levels to let you know what the differences and similarities were. Please remember to like and subscribe because it really helps the YouTube algorithm forward my channel to other people and helps this channel grow. If you wanna learn other financial concepts or just next level your money game, click on one of these videos beside me because twice a week I post videos that talk just about that kind of stuff. See you next time.